The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. That was a new experience. Never thrown up for 16 hours straight before. You wouldn't have kept throwing up if you hadn't gotten so drunk. Oh, I think it was a necessity. Thank you very much. As a matter of fact, I think I need another one. No, 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 no. You really don't. Who are you? My big brother? Oh, that's right. You are. And I'm the youngest son of quite possibly the most dangerous lunatic in the planet. Philip, shut up. No. Philip, your parents are in all probability waiting for you at baggage claim. I suggest you sober up while you can. (laughs) You were there. You saw how much I drank. I don't think sober is an option. (laughs) That help, asshole? Uh, Yeah. Thanks. I think. Good, good, good. Anytime. Let's go. Philip, my boy. Well, you're a bit wobbly, aren't you? What's the matter? Still have your sea legs, do you? Oh, darling. Look at you. Oh, my man. All tan and bloodshot. Oh, dear Lord. You, you smell like a pub exploded. Where have you been? Rough flight, Mum. Well, let's find your bags and get you back home. And you can tell us all about Daniel... My word. Hi, Uncle Ethan. Hi, Aunt Rosemary. Daniel. Oh, come here. You've grown up. Oh, you're the spitting image of your mother. Well, turn around so I can see you, darling. Come now, Rosemary. I hardly think now's the time. He's right. Is there a place where we can talk privately? So I take it that Philip knows? Yes, Philip knows. I'm right here. Sorry, my boy delicate situation and all that. Exactly when were you planning on telling me? Why was I the only one kept in the dark? You were so young when Ellen left Gerald Poppet. Rosemary, this is neither the place nor the time. I have a car waiting. We can talk on the way to the hotel. Excuse me, aren't you Philip Carter Grayson? No, I'm not. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I get that a lot. I'm not really sure who I am. What Daniel told you is true, Philip. And Gerald was, in all likelihood, the figure behind the loss of our home. Darling, it means he knows who we are. That we helped hide you from him. Oh, God, Ethan. We failed Ellen. No, you, you haven't. We all knew that someday this would be a possibility. Oh, we all knew, did we? Did we? Could you stop feeling sorry for yourself for two seconds? There's a bigger issue at hand here. Don't you realize that if your parents hadn't gotten a flat tire on the way home, they'd be dead right now? Gerald is not out to hurt you and me. We are safe. It's everyone around us that's in danger. Everyone who raised us and who protected us throughout our lives. My family's been preparing for this for years. Hiding places, aliases, and lots and lots of trusted friends. The good news with Rosemary and I is that money and friends can get you anywhere in the world. We are very visual to the public here and our disappearance would not go unnoticed. It would be very 
troublesome for Gerald to get rid of us. The fact that he tried already shows how desperate he is to find you two. We've been preparing for this event as well. Darling, we haven't gone on a trip around the world in rather long, don't you think? I do believe it's time. Oh, a second honeymoon, is it, Ethan? Yes, that's the ticket. Coming with us, dear. No, I've got to... Oh my god! Oh god! Hello? Chloe, are you alright? Yes, I'm fine. I take it you made it to England okay? Where are you? No, no, no. Don't answer it. Why not? What's the matter? Tell Chloe to get out of the house. Tell her to get out. Out, out. Will you shut up a minute? <sighs> Look, sweetie, um, do, do you have a friend you can stay with for a while? Why? The, um, house needs something. <sighs> Look, Chloe, please listen to me. I need you to stay with someone that you trust. Good. I'll meet you in New York in a few days. There is something to worry about, okay? But it's not about you. What I need you to do is pack a suitcase right now, please. Get on a plane and stay with your friend. Tell her for me that I need you to be with someone for a while. It's very important. I just can't tell you why right now, okay? Flowers? Yes, I can read the card from here. Your dad sent us some flowers. Dad, you didn't send us flowers, did you? Why on earth would I do that? Don't bring them in, okay? Someone must be playing a joke on us. Just go to Nessa's, please. Tessa's. No, whatever. Tessa's, okay? I'll see you soon. Call me as much as you want, okay? It's a warning. He knows where you live. He knows about Chloe. What about Tawny? Terry's in the middle of a hospital. She can't be moved without familiar consent. Besides, the police are already looking for her because of the whole attempted murder thing. I don't think she's in any great danger for now. Do you think Chloe will be safe? With Tessa Woodsman? I think even Gerald would watch his step around her. Alright. Where were we? This is completely weird. You don't know the half of it. Does it make you feel better to know where your body is? No. Do you have any idea what that sentence just sounded like? Actually, uh, yes. When you've worked on as many cases as I have, there's not a lot that you haven't seen 
or heard or said. Okay, so how do I get back? <laughs> well, that actually depends a great deal on you. Do you want to go back? Uh, yeah, I kind of have a life back there. We'll talk more about this later. There's still a lot we need to cover before we can get to that point. Tell me about your job. Wow, that's not interesting. Yet you have interests there. I think you know who I mean. Ah, you mean Danny. Yes, I mean Danny. I, I don't know. He, I mean, we. Come in. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, I'm Daniel Peer from Carlisle Division. You're Teresa Snowden? <sighs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yes or no? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, yes. Teresa Snowden. That's me. See? It says so right on my nameplate. That's on my desk. Well, good. Uh, as I said, I'm from the Carlisle Division, and I've been sent to talk to you about the Takamura account. Uh-huh. Do I know you from somewhere? Well, I do work here. Right, right. That's probably it. You have an option in the Takamura account, right? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's not it. I'm sure I know you from somewhere else. Does this look familiar? Egyptian brushed cotton with that sophisticated feel. <gasps> oh my god, you're the shirt guy! Yeah, the shirt guy. You're the guy that wore the shirts! And here's where I am today. Sorry, I'm I'm so sorry. I totally went off there. But you know how when you meet somebody and you just know you've seen them somewhere before? That would have driven me crazy all day! Now I can tell my friend you know who I met today? The guy with the face that wore the shirts! Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's, um... That's really vague. Yet, oddly specific. I have to say, this is the first time I've been recognized like that. I'm I'm sorry. You were here for a reason. Right. The Takamura account. Yes. Continue. Ginger Carlisle would like you to step back from it. And why would I do that? Because she's asking you to? Hmm, yeah. I still have no idea what you mean. Is this code? I mean, I am still kind of new around here. Ginger Carlisle. Yeah, got it. She works here. She's a PR agent. <laughs> cool. So am I. Small world. Directly in competition with you. Oh, oh, okay. So, she wants me to bow out so she can have the top account. I get it. Why didn't you say that in the first place? Ooh, okay, okay, good, good. So, I'll just tell Not her that... a chance in hell. What? Um... I respectfully decline her request for my acquiescence? Do you still have those shirts, or do they make you give them back? But, 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 but you, you, you don't, you don't just, I, I, I still have them, they just don't fit anymore. You're, no, 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 let me get this straight. You're telling Ginger Carlisle no. Yes. Not yes as in I'm telling her yes, but yes as in I'm telling her no. Wow. Well, um, I guess... I'll have to go tell her. It was really good to meet you, Danny. Can I call you Danny? Daniel just seems so formal. And I think we've moved past that, don't you? 
<laughs> you, you're something else. Mm, sure, sure. Uh, what do you like to be called? For reasons I shouldn't explain, my nickname is usually Kitten. But you can call me Terry for now. Okay. Terry. Hey. Um. Do you ever, um, do things? Apart from wear shirts, you mean? Yeah, like, you know, eat food? Well, it's better than eating shirts. I would imagine. Maybe, perhaps, we could eat food in the same place sometime? Like a date. Oh, uh, well, I can understand where you might get a date-like notion from that statement, and it's not that I'm not validating that notion, I just, uh... Yeah, that'll be great. How about Friday? My favorite day! I love Friday! Okay, see you then. Right, unless you spot me stalking you in the halls. Um, what? See you Friday! How did it go? Badly. Really? Worse than that? It wasn't really a date. He had to work late, so we ordered Chinese and I helped him with paperwork and mindless bullshit. But you talked. Oh yeah, we talked. A lot. Mostly about Ginger. I found out during that date that he was sleeping with her. That must have been uncomfortable. It would have been. But the way he talked about it, like it was part of his job, which he also hated, I found out. So you spent an evening together, getting to know one another. Sort of. It was still really awkward. Hmm. Sounds like you already know the reason for that. Well, I was still a virgin at the time. Aha! Yeah, it's really hard to talk to a man that hot and want to get into his pants and have no freaking idea how to do it. So, how did you overcome this? I talked to an expert. I'm not an expert at this. Oh, come on. I'm a slut. That doesn't make me an expert in getting laid. No, no. I think it does. I think that's actually the definition. Look, you get a new guy in your bed every single week without fail. There has to be some kind of technique. My technique is flawed. And yet, it works. Come on, share with me, oh wise woman. You're a fucking freak, you know that? You're not going to be impressed once I tell you. I'm not here to be impressed. I'm here to be informed. Tessa, I really, really like Dane Beer. No. Shut up. But I can't really go after him. Feeling this way about myself. Feeling what way? Wrong. Like there's something wrong with me. What? I can't attract a man. Okay, Danny is clearly attracted to you. I've been conditioned to think this way. Every little piece of training that I've had since I was a little girl tells me that the physical act of, you know... Fucking? Oh, dear. Call it what it is. It's sex, and there's nothing wrong with it. Of course not. But the fact that I haven't had sex with anyone yet is... That's gonna be the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. Who told you this? Do you want to take a guess, or do you want to spin the wheel? I just didn't think they were that screwed up. <sighs> it's that important to you? Yes, it is. Okay, it's really simple. I mean, ridiculously simple. Is it recoculously simple? Yes, recoculously simple. Pick a bar. Any bar. A gay bar? Do you want to get laid or not? Okay. So, you pick a bar. 
go there late and stay there. Wait until everyone pairs up and goes home. There'll usually be three or four guys at the end of the night who are still by themselves. If you're lucky, one of them won't be repellent, and when he sends you a drink, you accept it. In about 10 minutes, you're at his place screwing, and in about 45 minutes, you're back at home. Sometimes they call back, and it might last another week, but usually, you never hear from them again. That's how you do it? That's it? Well, them's the breaks. Not a whole lot of options for someone like me. That doesn't sound very romantic. Who said anything about romantic? <laughs> I know how to get laid. Hell, I'd go with you if... If, if I didn't have to fly out to New York. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I almost forgot. Yeah, well, uh... Grandmothers die every day, right? Look. This whole idea you have about sex being something big and important... It's crap. It's all crap. Virginity is a non-issue. And once you've gotten rid of it, you'll see what I mean. It's not going to be good. In fact, you might hate it. And the first times are always bad. The point is to realize that it is what it is. And to leave it at that. My best advice to you is to leave your heart out of it. And don't ever let anyone in. Nothing is permanent. Wow. I really feel like shit now, Tessa. Thanks. You want to feel better about yourself, go see a therapist. You want to see what bullshit you've been fed your whole life? Go out and get laid. I can't. Chloe won't. So your mission this weekend, Terry, is to go out there and take one for the team. And I want you to call me the second you get done. Why? It amuses me. She really read you the riot act when you didn't call her. It's her own sense of humor. Yes, she was very dark back then. Back then? So, what happened that weekend? It was just like she said. A non-issue. The guy wasn't important. I think his name was... Dave? I want to say Dave. I don't even remember what he looked like. Oh, uh, well, I can look that up. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> The important thing was how the experience made me feel. I felt free. For the first time in my life. Really free. I had done the ultimate sin and wasn't struck down by lightning. And odds were I could do it again and still not be struck by lightning. I could do it 12 different ways on 5 different days and still no cosmic beatdown stick would come down on my head. And it wasn't difficult. And it was fun. After a while... Well, then what exactly stopped you from asking Danny out again? Uh, -huh. there were issues. With Ginger. Ah, uh, yes. Hmm. Let's talk about Ginger. Do we have to? No. Uh, but you want to. Why does she hate you? Because I'm the only one who openly opposes her. She's not really good at her job. She's just good at being intimidating. But you aren't intimidated. She's just another woman. Why should I be? How did it start? It was four years ago when I joined Premiere. We each had a fair shot at the same account. I just happened to get it. How? Oh. It was Mr. Takamura's birthday. So, 
Ginger throws a gigantic formal dinner party, and everybody was there to kiss his shiny 69-year-old ass. She also invited me. I found out later because she really wanted to show me up in person. Everyone, <laughs> could I have your attention, please? I would like to propose a small toast to our guest of honor tonight. As you know, Takamura Industries has been bringing us fine products for 40 years now. How, by the magnificent man sitting with us here, if she can find room up there among everyone else. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to disturb you. Please, disturb me. I'm bored to tears. You don't understand what you're asking. I can be pretty disturbing. My angel in a button-up shirt. <laughs> I'm Terry. Call me Kenny. As in, oh my god, they killed. They're bastards. <laughs> nice to meet you. You like sake? I'm Japanese. I'd have my license revoked if I didn't. You like quarters? I couldn't do my laundry without them. No, no. I mean the game. You mean you never played quarters? I went to college. I've seen it done. Quarter, glass. You make it, I drink. I make it, you drink. You miss your shot, you drink. It's a heck of a lot of drinking designed to get you drunk really fast. That's a basic idea, yeah. You can flip it, bounce it, however you get it in the glass. Are we that bored? So bored that we need to get incredibly drunk? I say yes. I agree. Pass me the roll of quarters. This... this went on for a while. Look at that. He could really hold his sake. Well, I mean, he could drink an awful lot of it without passing out. He still got stinking drunk. <laughs> 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 wait, 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 wait. What? Wait, I got it, wait. Will you just tell me what I win? No, you tell me what I win first. <laughs> I'll think of something. No, tell me <laughs> now. You don't want anything, like, dirty, do you? Always. But that would be prostitution. Prostitution. <laughs> I'm not up for that. Right now. <laughs> okay. okay, I will. I will get you a pony. I like ponies. But I have ponies already. Do you have a blue pony? <gasps> I do not. I will take your wager. <laughs> A, a blue pony, and I will match it with something really cool. Kenny, that's not fair. I want to know what I'll win. Okay, but it's a secret, and you can't tell anybody until tomorrow. Okay. You see that really old guy over there with people that have no heads coming out of his ass? <laughs> yep. 
I sure do. <laughs> He's my dad. <laughs> no. You're Kenichi Takamura? The son of really old guy Genji Takamura? Yep. This is me. I win. No. No. We haven't played yet. Right. Uh, okay. So, anyway. That old guy is a sadistic son of a bitch. You know what he decided to give himself for his birthday? You'll never guess. <laughs> mm, mm. A pony? Close. Retirement! <laughs> no! Yeah, and he didn't tell anyone about it. So, for the past three days, since we signed the company over to yours truly, everybody's been kissing the wrong ass. <laughs> so, if you win, I will give you the Takamura account. You can be our prank. <laughs> it's PR. <laughs> I know. It's just fun. What happens if I lose? Then you owe me a pony. Remember? Right. A blue pony. Ready? One. Two. Three. <laughs> we win. It's a tie. You get the account. You get the pony. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you had a good time. <laughs> yeah. Kenny and I are still friends. And what happened after the party? The next day, I took him to the local dollar store and bought him a blue plastic pony. And he signed the account over to me. Right there in aisle five. <clears throat> Ginger did not have such a good time. When she found out about the switchover, it was said that her shriek could be heard all the way down in the mailroom. I guess she was a little upset that she had gone to such trouble to impress the wrong man. Kenny's right. His father really is a sadistic bastard. Really good at karaoke, though. And the rivalry with Ginger continues. Hmm. Why? I wouldn't stay under her thumb? Hell, I wouldn't get under it in the first place. It's not like I go out of my way to piss her off. Well, not all the time. She just tries to control everything and everyone. And I spent enough time growing up that way to let her do it to me. Honestly, I don't understand what her deal is. Ginger is, um, well, she's a special case. One that needs to be handled with great care. Is that something I'm not supposed to know? <laughs> no, I think you already know it. Enter. Ah, Ginger. I trust you're acclimating yourself to your new office. Oh, yes, sir. Very generous of you. Oh, I imagine the company will benefit from talents like yours. The decorations are quite opulent. I just thought it might be a little larger. You know, it's... 
part of my reward. Reward? For what, exactly? The information I provided? Your sons? The identities of the treacherous people who kept them from you? Oh, yes. That. <gasps> Tell me, Ginger, what is this? It's my pocket watch. And tell me, Ginger, what does it do? Nothing. It stopped. Oh, that's really a shame. But what if someone were to wind it? No, don't do that! What are you doing? Has it really been so long? Have you forgotten what aging feels like? Damn. You. Gerald. I brought your sons back to you. This is your punishment for withholding the information for so long. Not that I'm ungrateful. Your reward is that I didn't make you your true age. Please, please stop it. I can't do that. Once you wind a watch, you can't stop it. Unless you break it. You can slow it down. But you know what that would take. I'll find a suitable host. I'm sure you will. Resourceful little thing. Now, get out. And you may want to look for that host soon. You're not getting any younger. Once Upon a Time in Vegas, Chapter 26, Revelations. Featuring the voice talents of Susan Bridges as Terry, Renee Christine Jones as Tessa, Alicia Lane Matheson as Chloe, Philip Weber as Philip, Jeffrey Bridges as Danny, Ara Palodi as Ginger, Ajwath Ganeshan as Gerald and Ethan, Catherine Pride as The Therapist, M. Sierra Garcia as Rosemary, Joe Hempel as Kenny, and Fiona Thrill as The Fan. Written by Alicia Lane Matheson and Renee Christine Jones. Based on an original work by Renee Christine Jones and Alicia Lane Matheson. Directed by Renee Christine Jones, Fiona Thrale, Bruce Busby, Catherine Pride, Chris Britton, Kristen Bays, Marcus Beatty, and Mark Zaracor. Original music by Kevin McLeod. Once Upon a Time in Vegas, created by Renee Christine Jones and Alicia Lane Matheson. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2010, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.